Hey guys, welcome back to Hound Wave. I'm Taylor West here with Dylan Patel, Owen Holmgren, Charlie Pope, Teddy Conover. Last but not least, Nate Block. We are going to be making our divisional round predictions today. Very exciting wildcard weekend. A lot of exciting games. Um, and, you know, the divisional round, I, I'm super excited for it. Kicking off. Uh, oh, Ted, sorry. How did we do in our picks worth two each right correct yeah so these are worth two uh the next round will be worth three and then four for the conference championship and five for the super bowl so um so this can you know it can still be one uh i had 10 for 178 uh taylor with 10 so meaning five right um for 187 uh pope with 10 for 176 nate with eight for 180 and Owen with eight for 164. Finally, Dylan with 10 for 163. Um, we, uh, we, we mostly split on the um, Rams and Steelers game. Um, and real quick, Taylor, uh, we, three of us picked the Browns. Why did you pick the Browns and why were you validated? All right. So, so I, guess, I guess it's going on now. I've been saying it all year. I, I, I tweeted this out last night. I've been saying it all year. I said it when they were 11 and 0. Colin Coward agrees with me. The Steelers are bad. It's not even a debate at this point. They were one in five in their last six games. They were just, they, we went, they went down 28-0 last night. Get Ben out. Juju's fine. He's, he's pretty good. Um, I, I kind of like him. I don't know why. Um, but in their defense is weird because they can't really do anything, even though they're the best defense in the league. Um yeah, it was great to see the Steelers lose. Um, I was not being an idiotic Ravens fan last week when I chose them to lose. Um, I th- there was yeah, Pope, there was Pope, apparently Pope, no Pope, chance. According, yeah, according to you, yeah, there was no chance, and you were stupid to pick the Browns. I and I was wrong. I, I thought, and at the end of the day, like if I think if Pouncey doesn't mess up so many times, then that could be just like a completely different game. I think if. And, and it literally, outside of the first quarter, the Steelers were almost the better – like, they were the better team. But it didn't matter. The Browns were playing pre then. They, I mean, it's hard to say that when the Browns are kind of allowing yeah, the Steelers offense to get going. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it wasn't like – it was a good game other than the first quarter. And if it – like, it was just crazy how it happened because it was – it was stuff that, like you just don't see in an NFL game. It, it almost looked like I was watching a high school game where it's just like, oh, a bad snap, and then like a batted pass that like, just gets picked off, and then oh, another. It's just, it was ridiculous. But I was not expecting it, and I have to give credit to the Cleveland Browns. I thought without the coach and without a couple of their players, it, it would definitely affect it. But I mean, I give it credit where it's due. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it really speaks volumes to what the Browns have done. Like that O line with uh, Wills, Treader, Wyatt Teller. Conklin it, and Antonio, like like ever. I mean, it, it it really is is quite something, and it shows like you can do so much with a great offensive line. Like Baker is, is playing great this year, and you know that's not a coincidence that it's his best O line year, and also the running game's fantastic. So, um, a lot of credit to Kevin Stefanski uh, and, and that I offense. Mean, anyway, they have four guys who like three of which did make All Pro teams, and their center J.C. Treader, who had got votes for All Pro teams, and then their left tackle. Um, Judge Judge Wills, a, one of the best rookie tackles in the NFL has played great. So, it, I mean, their offensive line is, is, is fantastic. And, and also just, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Browns weren't really on offense too much in this game. No, they so weren't. They weren't the Stefanski loss didn't really affect them. I mean, they got, um, they got like a, they got a bunch of picks in the Steelers, um, on the Steelers side of the field. They got, obviously got on the first play of the game, a touchdown. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
was, I think it was it's going to be very interesting for them once they have to start to pay people because, you know, they, they gave Hooper like 13 million a year and he's like, they're, they like split touches with him and Njoku. Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to pay a guy 13 million a year, you should probably be using him a little bit more. Um, and, you know, because you got Jarvis. You get, there's so many there's so many things that can happen to this team and with their O-linemen, they're all young. So it should be interesting what they do in the future. All right, Taylor, first game. Well, we'll get to the Browns later, but we got the Rams and the Packers, the uh, probably the best defense in the league versus one of the best offenses. Um, Ted, I like the Packers in this one. I think the Rams are going to put up a really good fight. Over-under is 46. I was really hoping for a higher, higher one so I could go under. Um, I still may take the un- under here. Uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to do what he's been doing all year. Um, because you know, Jalen Ramsey on Devonte Adams, the best versus the best. Um, but I still like the Packers in a close one. Rams can, can manage though against this team. Yeah. That you just brought that to my attention, Taylor. That's going to be an awesome matchup to watch. Those really, those two have really, um, you know, stamped their mark on the league this year. Um, you know, uh, Nate and I had some, some faith in the Rams on Saturday afternoon, uh, which was nice. Um, the, the, it's a bad look for the Seahawks. I mean, they, they like, we have to start asking ourselves, they're, they're not winning a lot of playoff games uh, since, you know, Russell Wilson's second or third year. It's kind of a disturbing trend. Um, but I'm sure we won't get the questions like Lamar gets about can he win the big game because uh, he's won a Super Bowl. Anyway, um, I like the Packers here similarly. I, I agree, though. I think it'll be close um, and kind of low scoring. It's just it's a lot better to have Aaron Rodgers than Jared Goff. Even though they put up 30, Goff, I think, had nine completions, which is very low. Yeah, I don't know where I saw it, but if you think about it, if you take Russell Wilson's Super Bowl, which, I mean, you obviously can take it away, but just in this scenario, in his, I think it was his second year, third year, and he, you know, he was, he was good, obviously, but there was, you know, they started their defense and Marshawn Lynch were kind of like the, the real pieces there. And if you think about it, like you take away that Super Bowl and we're talking about Russell Wilson is one of like the most disappointing, like superstars we've seen. And um, it was it was just crazy to think about that he, outside of that one year, like, you know, it's been it's been disappointing once it gets to the um, time to win those big games. But uh, I would argue that I mean, if they had handed the ball off on that other Super Bowl, they easily very fair. But my, but what I'm saying is that like he wasn't really like the main piece on that. And if you take that away, I think the public's view on him is a lot different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been a Ra- I've been on the Rams train the entire year. I, their defense is amazing. They have two of the best defensive players in the NFL, maybe one and two, to be honest with you. Um, and even, I think it's gonna be a really close game because I think David Bakhtiari being out is like is a, it's a serious loss because he's all pro. He's probably the best left tackle in the NFL, and um, him being out is a huge loss. And I think with the pass rush that the Rams have, it's gonna be definitely a struggle. They did sign Jared Valdir, who actually started for the Colts last week. And since all the COVID rules, since he wasn't on the active roster for more than like uh, three or four weeks or something like that, he's able to sign with the Packers. So he'll be the first person ever to play with two different teams in the same playoffs, which is pretty cool. But I think Packers will Packers will um, get out on top. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers as well. You know, um, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup are both – Someone injured. They're both expected to play, but I think it will make a difference. Aaron Donald is like, I think it's some sort of rib injury, and that's obviously going to be tough to play through, even though he is a beast. And then Cooper Cup suffered a leg injury, and he's day to day. So 
overall, I just think Green Bay has got an edge on the team, even though Devontae Adams may get shut down uh, by Jalen Ramsey. They have other weapons. They got uh, Marquez Valdez, and they got other people. And I just think overall they're going to be able to win the game. Uh, yeah, the Rams impressed me last week. Um, I mean, they're obviously rolling out a, a couple crippled quarterbacks. Uh, Jared Goff, you can just tell, like once every four or five throws, it's coming out as, as a Tim Tebow practice wobbler throw. Um, and, and he got bailed out of a pick because Blitzboy doesn't know how to, how to cover anyone, uh, especially not Cooper. I mean, Cooper just mossed him because Blitzboy is – that's Jamal Adams, but he's the worst coverage safety in the league. Literally, the last wide time. receiver Mike Michael um, Mike Williams of the Chargers had more interceptions this year than Blitzboy. Yeah, you know because he's not you know he's just he's just a faster defensive end. We all know it. Um, that being said, I'm gonna take the Packers again. I don't really have faith in uh, they're starting Goff right. Walt Wolford's neck is broken, um, so I really don't have that much faith in Goff, especially the way he's been throwing it uh, with his little thumb injury. Um, yeah, I like the Packers here. Uh, I also like the Packers here, too. I just feel like the Rams just have everything they need but, like, a quarterback who can just bring everything together. I mean, Jared Goff gets paid like he's elite, just doesn't put up – doesn't play a game like he is elite. But I, I just think the Packers, they really – both those teams, like Ted said, they both really made a made their statement in the NFL. But I just think Packers are – and it's Aaron Rodgers is looking fired. Just crazy, crazy good. So give me the Packers. I want to I want to change my pick because I think it's disrespectful to have no one pick the Rams. So I'm gonna I, I want I want Rams. Actually, change All right. That one. All right. Um, now we move to Saturday night NBC. Some Saturday night football on NBC that we're not accustomed to. Ravens Bills Lamar coming off this first playoff win. What a great day for Baltimore, the world, me, every every one of you besides Owen. Um, it, it was a great day. It was a great day. Um, but you know, Lamar proved the haters wrong, but he, he's going to keep ta- keep having to do that. Um, he's got a tough test this week against Josh Allen. Um, but I actually said before this week, if the Ravens can play the bills, I think they're going to win. If the Ravens play the chiefs, I think they're going to lose. So I'm going to stick to that. I think the Ravens will win this game. Um, I, I like this matchup for some reason. Uh, bills have struggled to stop the run. They also can't run the ball. So we're going to ha- com- have to like do a complete 180 on what our defensive plan was last week and just like, you know, cover digs, cover Cole Beasley. Um, I think last year we actually put um, Marlon Humphrey on Cole Beasley and he did really well. So um, I'm going to be interested to see if uh, Marlon can step up, which he didn't do in the first quarter. I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit Marlon was bad for a drive, one drive, just terrible for one drive. All right. Um, I still have faith in the guy though. Um, I like the Ravens. I think Lamar as a good game, he's going to, you know, Bills have a decent defense, but I think Lamar will carry us to the win. Yeah. So a couple quick points. First of all, this spread opened at minus two and a half and the minority of the public is on the Ravens yet it moved to Bills minus one and a half. So the money likes the Ravens, which we, which we love. Um, but uh, beyond that, uh, well, while Lamar did prove the haters wrong, he didn't like they 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 just they were wrong. Like literally the, the idea is like, oh, his style can't win in the playoffs. He played bad and like they won. Um, so I mean, he had a ball really well outside of the interception, which was yeah, right. right. OK, fair point. He was 17 I thought, and 24. I thought he threw the ball pretty well. 
Okay, he he threw it fine. Um, but uh, next week it's gonna it's gonna take at least I would say a better offensive performance next week to to beat the Bills than what we had against the Titans. Um, so uh, I'm looking for that, and I think it's gonna happen. Um, I, I like the Ravens here. Um, I think Josh Allen. They are so. Like, if they don't have Josh Allen, what do they got? I mean, Singletary is their running back. Zach Moss is, is done. Singletary is terrible. Um, and, and let's think about this for a second. Call me crazy. I know the Bills are amazing. But in this winning streak, who that's, like, really impressive have they beaten? And I, I would say the Colts. Like, they're, the Colts are, are really good. Um, but uh, but they, they lucked out of that game. The Colts are the first team ever to have more than 450 yards and no turnovers and, like, lose – lose a game, lose a playoff game. So lose a playoff uh, game. Yeah. Um, so they, they got kind of lucky. Um, and I think the Ravens are going to expose that. It's interesting. Cause I think it's supposed to snow in Buffalo Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't, I don't know. think it's supposed to snow much. I think it's just supposed to be flurry. So I don't think any accumulations well, that will significantly affect the game. I mean, it, but if it does end up happening, you think that would kind of, help the Ravens, I think. No, with no, way. I don't think it would. We've seen well, what thought, we do in, thought, Col- thought in bad weather. Snowing. We played one game in horrible weather, and look where it led us. Okay, we well, lost so to the Patriots. The snow is very different than just a hurricane, right? Well, I so, thought it doesn't snow anymore. It's in Buffalo, Dylan. <laughs> all right, all right. It snows in Buffalo. Right. Joe, Joe, what's your... so my point is, is that – our, our run defense is really good. We showed it last week. We did the best anybody's ever done on um, Derrick Henry, and they don't have a running game. So I think if I think the key is really to make them one-dimensional, and if we can just completely shut down the run, I think we have a better chance. And, I mean, I'm not going to pick the – I'm never going to pick against us in the playoffs. So, yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I kind of see what Pope was saying there about the snow and just our, our offense is a lot more run scheme and Buffalo is not. And obviously the snow makes it a little bit harder with the passing game. But I think one of the keys to this game is going to be stopping Josh Allen from running. And I think we're going to get a little bit of a taste of our own medicine when Lamar takes off. And if Josh Allen takes off on third and five and just gets it, I think that's a huge piece of the game, especially because their actual running backs are not very talented. I think Zach Moss is pretty good, but he obviously is out for the rest of the playoffs. I'm going to go with Baltimore here and, you know, I get what Ted's saying about we need to do more, like, in terms of passing to be able to win this game. Like, I just think Lamar needs to pass better. But at the same time, like, their, their personnel is not that great for stopping our run game. And I think if it's if our run game's moving, we don't, we don't have to try to force anything, really. Um, not really sure what to say here. I'm going to have to lone wolf it again because you're all going to pick the Ravens, and I can't just let us all pick the Ravens who are not favored to win the game. In, in Buffalo. Um, I'm going to take the Bills. Offense is electric. Secondary, pretty good. Do the Ravens have receivers? No. So, you know, there's a bit of a mismatch there. Um, well, yeah. Playoff, Hollywood, so, hey, no, you know how you talk about playoff Sony Michelle? Sony. Playoff, playoff Hollywood Brown is Georgia a new phenomenon. In the playoffs is elite. Playoff, playoff soldier is, is there's the wide a receiver. big difference, though, between Malcolm Butler and the DBs on Buffalo. Fair, but I mean, when you're looking at the Ravens, you're not like, we're going to just, like, lock down. We're not going to put Davies White on Marcus Brown the entire game because that's not, like, a, a threat. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Malcolm Butler is the most targeted cornerback. And the, they really – quarterbacks love throwing the ball to Malcolm Butler. Like Dory Jackson is also horrible. Because because yeah. Butler's literally in the NFL because of one play. The one-hit wonder. And it was the best one-hit wonder ever of all time. Um, and I love him for it. I hate him. I think he's an awful guy. Like, I think him and Deion Lewis left and just became terrible people. But, you know, 
it, you know, they, they held, they held a special place in my heart. Um, I'm going to take the bills here. Uh, you know, I'm expecting Beasley to light up the light up the scoreboard, the stat sheet. Um, yeah. I think Taylor said the Ravens are going to, they did like an unbelievably good job at stopping Derrick Henry last week, which was kind of uh, unreal the way they handled that. Um, so now they're just going to have to focus on the passing game. And the big question is, can their amazing, incredible secondary do it? And then we'll, you know, is Mark, is Mark Peters going to have socks on? That's the question of the week. And I think the answer is going to be yes, because it's going to be a little chilly. Um, but I'm gonna... I was just hoping, hoping. I was just hoping that the Browns were going to, the Browns were going to lose because my, my favorite team, my favorite player versus my best friend. I best I like I have to pick between the two now. Your best friend's not your favorite player. No, I don't, I've never talked to Lamar Jackson. I've never seen him in person. Uh, oh, oh, I, I thought I thought never. Mind. No, I'm talking about my best friend Josh Allen. Yeah, is he not your favorite? Is he not your favorite player? No, he's not. I I love Lamar Jackson. He's my guy. But Josh Allen, we've gone through a lot of stuff, and we started from the bottom, or at least he did. And he's now whatever, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Ravens on this one. Bills Bills run defense not too good. We'll run all over them, I think. Uh, yeah, I just think so the Dylan, Ravens are gonna win. Would you consider Lamar Jackson your favorite player and Josh Allen your favorite guy? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It's cool. yeah. good. All right. Say, yeah. yeah, I mean, Owen, when you talk about Malcolm Butler, we like uh, pictures surfaced of him just flipping off Lamar Jackson for the game. Yeah. I mean, people wonder why. People were calling the Ravens like disrespectful um, for stomping on their logo, um, but I honestly and like we, it. I, I think I think this year, yeah, yeah. I think this year in the AFC, um, whether you like it or not, the TikTok dancing, all that, the stomping on the logos, it's been great for the game. I've I've enjoyed it. Um, the the Browns actually, yesterday in their locker room were going insane. It was amazing. Like Jarvis Landry and Kareem Hunt, it was fantastic to watch. I feel like we lost rivalries a little bit for a little bit there. Um, we kind of had it in mid two thousands, like early two thousands with the Steelers. And then that kind of fizzled out as kind of both defenses shrunk. But um, now I feel like it's back Ravens, Steelers, Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Titans. Um, yeah. I mean, Ravens chiefs could be a rivalry if we could actually beat them, but that's for a later date. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think I, I love it. I love it. Um but, and now we're off to the Browns and Chiefs Sunday afternoon game on CBS. This is definitely going to be, uh, yeah, this is Nance and Romo. Um, and Ted, you know, the line is Kansas City minus 10. I don't know why. That's just way too high. We're giving way too much for a team that hasn't beaten a team by 10 points since week eight in the Jets. So why are we doing that? Um, I, I think the Chiefs will win. But I think it's going to be close. Uh, I, I'd like to say Baker Mayfield's going to come out dangerous. And then there's going to – because Steelers have ha, – or the Browns have, like, shown that, like, they can get out to leads. But, you know, they're kind of letting it up. They, they haven't let it up yet, but we are letting it up now in this game. Browns get out to a 14-0 lead, I think, and the Chiefs end up coming back and winning by, like, eight. I, I, I totally agree. I think that's the exact game script. That also plays into what the Chiefs did last year. They come out, they're looking at their fidget spinners, they're playing with their toys, they're distracted, and then they focus and win the game. With last year, though, they won each game by double digits somehow. It, it really didn't make sense. All the final scores were not indicative of how the game actually went. Um, I totally agree. I think the, the Chiefs are going to win and the Browns are going to 
um, cover the the ten point spread. Um, it's also going to be a shootout. Like these defenses are are not very good. That people say like the the Chiefs with Algerius Sneed and you know Chris Jones and those guys are good. They let up like a lot of points, and points is a metric that we judge a defense by. So they can't be that good. Um, and uh, and Batonio is probably coming back. Stefanski, however much they need him. Um, you know, Pope says it's important. He is going to be back. Um, and they, 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 I hope, uh, are going to get Conklin back too. So, um, they seem rested for, for last week. Um, so I, I like the Browns and to lose a close one to the chiefs. I mean, Browns is a good story, but I, I think I don't, I don't see them winning. Like do, I mean, do we honestly think that the chiefs after a bye week are going to lose? Like when they haven't lost in so long when they've played their team, like they lost to the Raiders, which is the Raiders have built their entire team to just purely beat the chiefs. And like, we're just going to lose every other game, but we're going to beat the chiefs. Including to the Falcons in a blowout. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, the chiefs are just like, I don't know if I agree with you with the defense thing. Cause I think they've been awesome this year and they've actually been number one in the NFL against receivers in the NFL. And we've seen Baker without his receivers and, and it's not, it's not pretty. Um, Jets game. That's what I'm talking about. So I, I, I think they'll probably win by like 10 or 14, but I think it will be somewhat close because the Browns are really talented in their offensive line, depending on who's there. If Conklin plays, that could be a big loss if Conklin doesn't play. Uh, you know, this game's really frustrating for me to pick because I, I just don't like the way Kansas city has been winning their games recently. Like it just seems like they, they do, like Teddy says, they're always distracted in the first quarter. And it just seems like at some point it's going to catch up to them. And now that they're playing the Browns, I feel like I can't even pick the other team. Like I just I can't pick the Browns to beat the Chiefs. But all I'm saying is I would not be surprised if the Browns win. I'm going to go with the Chiefs because I think it's a safer pick. But I just wouldn't be surprised if they come out distracted and then they just can't get the ball back because Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are running it the entire game. And they're taking up the whole time of possession and the Browns win, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. So the Browns picked off Big Ben four times last week, or, or yes, last night. Four times. And, like, at least three of them were pretty impressive catch. Like, we have a defensive lineman laying out to make a play. We had um, – I'm blanking on his name with the one-hander. Uh, Sheldrick Redwine picked one up. There was the one with a linebacker drop. There were pretty impressive interceptions. And you know who likes to throw interceptions that people drop? Patrick – Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has thrown 452 dropped interceptions this year alone. Look it up. That's the correct number. That's the stat. I just checked, double-checked. 452. That's a, that's an excessive amount of, of dropped interceptions. He leads the league uh, by by quite a bit. So so if you're putting if we're putting putting these pieces together, if Patrick Mahomes throws to a Browns player, they're not going to drop it. That's how I'm seeing it right now. Sheldrick has, has hands of blue. I mean, Mr. Redwine. They don't drop the ball, all right? And I think he's going to throw – I'll save this for the hot take section. I won't, I won't, I won't give it up now. A but, certain but, number of interceptions. A certain number of interceptions, and that's going to be my hot take. Just, you know, wait for it. Um, last week, Cleveland, I picked them as my upset of the week, all right, for the wild card round along with, you know, Taylor and Dylan picked them with me, and they won. They won an absolutely – dominating fashion until they stopped trying for a little bit. And then, and then when they needed to score, they scored and blah, 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 blah. All right. I think the Browns are going to take down in Max Kellerman's words, 
the most influential human in the history of the planet, Patrick Mahomes, and his Kansas City Chiefs. Baker's on another level right now. If he had to throw more last night, I mean, he was he was looking good. He's got to stop forcing the ball to Rashard Higgins. It's like, you know, we make, you know, we say when Obadell's on the field, he's worse because he tries to force it to him. Why are we forcing the ball to Rashard Higgins? Like we have Jarvis Landry score the We have Donovan Peoples Donovan Jones. Jones. DPJ. Throw the ball to DPJ. No, we have Jarvis Landry scores like a 30-yard touchdown in the first quarter. Doesn't touch the ball against again until the fourth quarter because I keep seeing balls just ricocheting off of off of Rashard Higgins' hands, left and right, all over the field. So so if he can, you know, lock in on Jarvis, Austin Hooper played pretty well last night. Get them the ball, not Rashard, DPJ, get him involved. I think they've got a serious shot. Chubb's gonna do his thing. Hunt's going to do his thing. They've got two RB1s sitting in the backfield. I'm liking the Browns to beat the Chiefs. I just want to see Mahomes crash and burn. I think think the offense, I don't, as a, like, if you're looking at a Cleveland Browns fan, I think the offense is not the problem. I think stopping Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey is probably the problem because Denzel Ward doesn't like to play football. He's probably not going to play. And he's like their their best corner. And then there's just like a a mountain of a drop-off. Oh, you know he didn't play because of COVID. He's like gonna return on Wednesday to the Browns. Well, he's always hurt. So I mean, well, why don't you double both of them? That leaves you with seven defenders, right? And they, and then at least maybe one or two of them can cover the rest of the receivers on the field. And then you still got four or five pass rushers. Here's the problem: they have three other guys who run four threes. So it's like, what do we do? Well, I see the concern because you got Danny Watkins who so loves to have the random. If they don't have the ball because the Browns are running it the whole game, then there's no point to play defense. You just run the ball the whole game. As long as you don't have Carlton Davis, I think you're going to be all right in the secondary when you're playing the Chiefs. As crazy as this is, Carlton Davis would actually be a player that the Browns would like to have, even though he's just he's, he loves to he hates to play against Tyree Kill. He would probably be their best corner for the entire year, which is scary. Well, yeah, Benzo Ward's really good. No, but how many games did you play this year? Six, seven? I don't know. Dylan, your pick. My pick is the Chiefs, but the Browns are going to win. But I'm going to pick the Chiefs, though, for the for the game. Um, gosh, like Nate said, I just I hate the way the Chiefs win. If you if you didn't watch football and you only just listen to like ESPN, like all these sports shows, and the way they talk about the Chiefs, you would just be shocked by how they're playing. Like they're they're just so overrated, and they're just. I frankly, I think the Ravens could beat them if we played them instead of the Bills. I think we could beat them. Nope, I think we. I seriously could. I just don't like the Chiefs. No, because then because no, they see they see B A L on schedule, and they meet. They're like, all right, no fidget, no no fidget spinners. Focus. You know True, but I think uh, for me personally, I'd rather play the Chiefs than the Browns at this point. I, no, same, Because I, I hate playing a team that we've beaten twice. I mean, I, I, I don't think we can beat the Browns. Also, also, Ravens at home, that's a disaster in the playoffs. That is we a disaster also, in the playoffs. We just have this, like, we have all this, like, momentum, and we're, like, we're beating these teams that have just beaten us and just screwed it up. And then the one team who we've just been consistently killing is the Browns. And every other team, it's just, like, it – I'm not, it doesn't mean killing. I mean, like, we just always we just be, win our games against them. Yeah. And every other, that's like the Chiefs, the Titans, the, like, it's just, it's constant, right? It, okay. So, Browns, I'm scared of. I'm not that I think they're going to, they're better than the Chiefs. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs, but I am scared as a Ravens fan to play the Browns if we were to beat the Bills. Pope, I cannot, I was actually thinking of this in the shower this morning. I don't think if we play the Browns a third time, I don't think we could win. 
I'm scared. I'm more I scared think, to play I the Browns a third win, time. But I'd I think be we could. About the game. I'm more scared to play the Browns a third time than play the Chiefs right now. I, I agree. That's that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, we moved to the last game on Fox. Screens Joe Buck, Bucks Saints, and Ted. Um, call me crazy, but we have the king of heartbreaking in the playoffs, which is Tom Brady, and the king of heartbreakers, the Saints. So I think that's going to mesh together to give one big another heartbreak for the Saints. They have just had some just brutal losses over these past couple of years. The the Minneapolis miracle the the um the pass interference the the, the no call pass interference the kyle rudolph touchdown it has just been disastrous in the last three years for the saints and i think it's going to happen again i think antonio brown's going to have some some touchdown at the end of the game to win um i like the saints i'm going i i'm or sorry sorry i don't like the saints i like the bucks the brady bunch um so give me the bunch by like three points yeah Taylor, i think you um reversed those the the um the saints are the king of heartbreaking and tom brady is the heartbreaker he breaks hearts yeah um, yeah i i phrased being, it weirdly being yeah. heartbroken being, yeah. yeah yeah correct um i i don't agree i think the saints uh the saints defense is so good it's really good um and, you know, they're going to they give up three to Mitchell, I guess, actually technically nine to Mitchell Trubisky. So that means they'll give up like 20 to the Saints, the Saints uh, to, to the to the Bucks. I mean, the um, the Saints offense didn't play that well. I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game. Um, now, to be fair, uh, I'm not super confident about this pick because of how good Antonio Brown has been um, in the last few weeks and, and so good for him to be back. I, I, you know, for whatever he's done off the field, he's just such a great player to watch. Um, I mean, the best jet, the, the best receiver, um, you know, you could argue Julio of this uh, decade. Um, and he's he's back to playing some good football. Brady looked phenomenal against a good Washington team. Um, so I know who Owen's picking, but uh, I think I like the Saints at a low scoring close game. I think it's going to be close. Just the Saints just killing the Buccaneers last time they played gives me comp- a little bit more confidence for the Saints just because, like, it just looked like the biggest mismatch. Uh, but, you know, when you play a team twice and you lose to them both times, you definitely are pissed off. So I think it's going to be close. Dylan loves to think that the NFL is rigged so that Breeze is going out on top. Uh, so I, I'm sure that's what he's going to say. Um, I was actually going to say that. I think I think the Saints <laughs> will win this one. The their their defense works really well because when you get pressure on Brady, that's when he struggles. I mean, we've seen it throughout his career. And it hasn't happened much, but when it happens, that that's how you end up beating him. At the end of the day, and with their pass rushers, Trey Hendrickson, their D tackles, and obviously Cameron Jordan, that they can really get pressure. So I think it's going to be a really game, good game. But I think Saints come out on top. This one's kind of hard for me, you know. I. I'm not a huge fan of Tom Brady in general, but I kind of agree with what Pope's saying about, you know, you play a team twice, you beat them pretty handedly in both games, and then you come back and see them in the playoffs, and you don't really want to see them again because they're so pissed off. And, you know, I just – I don't have the stats on this, but I don't think the Saints are really built to come from behind either. I know people say the Ravens aren't built to come from behind. The Saints just don't have that many big explosive plays. And, you know, if I think if the Bucs can take an early lead with an Antonio Brown touchdown or something like that, then the Saints aren't really going to be able to come back. They have a good defense, but they don't have a huge, huge playmaker. I don't think Emmanuel Sanders has been as explosive as they had wanted. And in all honesty, 
I think the Bears game could have gone differently if that, that I can someone say the name if the guy knew how to catch a ball. Yeah, yeah I mean he he on. made a very very tough catch the play before and then drops a touchdown that was super easy. So I mean the Bears would have been winning at that point. I think it could have been a very different game. But with that being said, I I'm gonna go with the Brady bunch here. Love that pick, Nathaniel. Here's a fun fact um, that I just I just thought of it. If Tom Brady loses this week to the Saints, he will have as many losses this week or this year against the Saints alone as he has. Hold on, let me try that again. If he loses to the Saints this week, okay, this season he'll have as many losses to the Saints as he has had against the Bills for his entire career. Does that make sense? So because he's 32 and three against the Bills, and that's fun. Um, you think Brady's gonna lose the same team three times? I don't care if the NFL is rigged, Brady doesn't care if the NFL is rigged. He just threw for 380 yards, and he's 43 years old. And Chris Godwin dropped four passes, which is just not Chris Godwin esque. I'm a little concerned about Mike Evans because every time he caught a ball on Saturday, he would hobble off the field, miss a play, hobble back on catch another pass for 20 yards and then hobble off the field again. And it was just a never ending cycle of that. Um, uh, we, we saw some Tyler Johnson. I don't think he had a catch, but we saw him out there blocking on a touchdown. That was exciting. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to take the bucks here. I, I just don't, I don't think Brady, you know, Drew Brees is going to go down in in the best way possible. And that's, that's losing to Tom Brady in the divisional and NFC divisional round. Um these guys both have – Brees and Brady have an equal amount of wins against uh, NFC teams in the playoffs, which is just an absurd stat. But I'm going to take the Bucs here. Look, both this is – the two oldest guys in the NFL started off the season. We knew that they were going to play each other twice. Drew Brees came on top both times. But at the end of the day, they meet up again. By the way, props to Vegas for letting this happen. Vegas did a very good job setting up the story and making sure the Bucks and the Saints play a third time. I was not expecting that, but again, round of applause to Vegas for this one. Um, yeah, but any, the end of the story is Drew Brees comes out on top twice in the regular season, but at the end of the day, pick number 199, the one who came, who, who conquered all odds, and he comes out on top, the GOAT, six Super Bowls. He comes out on top. And that's just the perfect ending to the story of Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Story of a lifetime. Give me the bucks. Props to Vegas again. They did very yeah. Um, you know the status on Ronald Jones? Because that's interesting, too. Because he's, that's a big loss. Yeah. Um, and obviously today, earlier today, Doug Peterson fired. Um, that was not really – like, Eagles kind of said they weren't going to let him go, but they did, thankfully. Um so, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say the top landing spot for a coach right now in the NFL is L.A. still. Um, Philly, I don't, it, I don't know it's, how it's high it is. It's low. It's not good. Yeah, like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, also, I just want to say, I think he basically sold his job away when he took Jalen Hurts out of the game. Yeah. I don't know if it was his he, idea or not, but that was just. He's a terrible coach. But he, he's bad at his job. Right. He made he made one. It was, he won a fake Super Bowl one year, and everybody got all excited about it. Yeah, and, and it's like the, the what if of, like, how terrible was the Philly special play? Like how dumb of a play it that was that it just happened to work. Yeah. That just like what what how much slander he would have gotten if that just like was a yeah. complete fail. It's fake. Yep. 
Yeah, real quick, hot takes. I said that the Ravens would rush for a playoff record. They ended up rushing for like 230-something. It was more than I realized, but uh, not quite a playoff record, I think. Um, Dylan said that Lamar would pass for 300 and rush for 100. He got only half of that. Um, uh, Nate said that Dobbins would have 200 yards rushing and Henry less than 70. You had that right. He also said that Baker would get angry. He didn't get angry. He actually woke up feeling dangerous. Um, Taylor said that Justice Hill would have a touchdown. He didn't do that. Pope said that the Steelers would win by two touchdowns. You were right. That was burning hot and it was so hot it was wrong. Um, (laughs) Owen said that Baker would have 403 TDs. He had like 260 and three TDs. And Josh McDaniels would go to the Chargers and Adam Gase to the Patriots. I don't think any of those have happened yet. Um, Those were off-season. That's an off-season. And Ted, Ted, I mentioned mentioned earlier in the podcast, this wasn't my official hot take, but I said Justin Tucker would miss a kick. Yes, um, in, in a pretty important situation, and he, and he did do that. So he did. I think his foot slipped or something. But anyway, to get to this week's hot takes, um, I uh, Baker's just going to have to throw so many times for them to win. So um, I think that, like, I think he has um, like 400 yards. Sorry, All right, I already hinted at. Oh mine. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I said, uh, so I think Mahomes is going to end up throwing three interceptions. And just for fun, I'm going to guess who catches them. All right. Uh, so first off, we have to start with Sion Takitaki. I mean, he's, you know, he's the man. He's actually a lot better than I, I thought he was just a That was a name. great catch he had. Yeah, he's actually pretty good. I thought he was just, you know, a funny name that we threw out there. But he's their starting, you know, he's their starting sub linebacker. Uh, you know, whatever that means. Um, next up. We're going to go with the Cleveland's most hated Andrew Sendejo, free safety. Browns fans hate him because he's terrible, and I don't blame him because I think he is actually pretty terrible. And then third, Miles Garrett, to clinch the game, is going to pick off Patrick Mahomes. That's my prediction. All right. Um, I'll I'll go ahead. Um, I think Isaiah McKenzie has two touchdowns um, against the Ravens. I know. Sad. Um, but you know, and they're both going to be from over 20 yards. Uh, maybe, maybe not, this is not conditional to the hot take, but maybe a special teams touchdown because the Ravens special teams is always very weird and I'm always terrified of it. So, yeah. Um, I'll go with the best 199th overall pick or no, he wasn't on that just ruins it. Whatever. That's, that's not part so of it. Awkward. Uh, Damian Williams. Is that his name? The corner for the, um, Darius. Yeah, Darius. Sorry, Darius. I think he will have a pick six again on Aaron Rodgers. And he, he was the 199th overall pick. No, no, that was their safety. That was their safety that they drafted at Ohio State. He was undrafted. <clears throat> uh, okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give a Ravens one right here. I uh I'm gonna go with Justin Matabuke. Scores Rising Star. Scores a touchdown. He's gonna, or either him or Jihad, because you know I was loving the Jihad. I think people didn't really talk about the Ravens rookies yesterday. Not really Patrick Queen, but Matabuke had a pretty good batted down pass when AJ Brown was wide open. I don't care what his name is, Ted. I really don't care. Matabuke, whatever you want to do. Okay, great. And then Jihad Ward had a almost kind of a pick kind of thing, and then he batted it back to Ryan Tannehill and sacked him. So one of those two is scoring a touchdown for sure, hundred percent. Hmm. If they play, I'm going to say uh, Josh Allen rushes for 170, passes for 300. Hold on, what was that? 170 yards rushing for Josh Allen. Okay. All right. All right, man. You do you. Hey, I'll text him. I'll text him. 
Okay. You, you, you do that. Um, no, you guys, it's about, it's probably about 150 days before y'all get down to Laramie, hang out, um, for your summer vacations. Um, so yeah, I think that about, uh, concludes us here. Hopefully we'll be back next week. Smiling faces with the Ravens playing the chiefs and, and I'll be picking the chiefs of course, cause I, I I'm scared. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen though, but that, no, that hopefully it does. I want revenge. I want to continue the revenge tour. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, I would know, hopefully that not happen. You know, completely agreed on. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week on our AFC and NFC Conference Championship predictions.